Hey creators, welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I'm your host Jade Beeson, I'm a creator coach with lots of experience and I'm here to share five things that I really feel like everyone who's trying to grow an Instagram account needs to know. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you might be wondering why I threw in the fact that I have lots of experience to my intro. I've recently started to think about the fact that I don't introduce myself very well on these podcast episodes. I very much do an introduction which is suited to people who already know me and who already see me as credible within my niche. So therefore I don't introduce myself because I'm like, you guys know me. I don't need to prove myself. You you understand, you know the deal. But obviously new people might find this podcast and might be like, who is this girl and why should I be trusting her with my valuable time? So I'm going to take that as a bit of a task for myself to really get better at introducing who I am so that you guys know that I'm credible. I'm not sure if throwing in the fact that I've had loads of experience is enough. So in case you need a bit more of persuading, I have eight years marketing experience. I have a first class honors degree in marketing, design and communications. I started my brand two years ago and have scaled it to multiple six figures I help content creators do the same thing turn their influence to income and basically create profitable businesses so hopefully that's enough but if not I won't blame you I am going to dive into today's episode because there really are a few core things that you need to know if you are trying to grow on Instagram right now the first thing that you need to know then is that one size on Instagram does not fit all. In fact, one size in most places and most scenarios don't fit all, but I'm focusing on Instagram at the moment. Now, this tip is really close to my heart. And the reason why is because my job is to share like tips and strategies and stuff like that with you guys when it comes to general social media advice, but also entrepreneurship advice, etc. And all of my free content is designed to help a broad range of creators in regards to different niches, different sizes, etc. And what that means is that every now and then there may be a tip that I share that works really, really well for one person and doesn't work as well for the other. And the reason why that's happened is because everyone's Instagram account is different. Lara from London, who shares content about fashion and who has 10,000 followers, has a completely different Instagram account to Kenny in Jamaica, who shares content about finance and who has 100,000 followers. They are two completely different creators. They have completely different Instagram channels. They have completely different content strategies. They have completely different audiences. And therefore, sometimes some tips are gonna work for one of them, sometimes for both, and sometimes for neither. That is okay, right? We have to embrace that. And when you're taking off the shelf advice, and that is any form of free content that you see from myself, from other amazing creators within my niche, You've got to realize that this advice was designed to help a group of people and that the person who's giving you that advice does not know your individual challenges, right? Unless you've enrolled in like a program of mine, for example, I'm not going to know your individual challenges. If you're just, if you're watching one of my videos or watching some content from home and we've never spoken, then it's very, very difficult for me to give you something what's personalized, right? Pretty much impossible. So with that in mind, you've got to take all of these tips that you get from these free channels and it's up to you to take it, to trial it, to measure the effects and if it doesn't work for you to keep it moving and to try another one. 
right? That's what allows these tips to be free. The fact that they're not personalized and they're being shared like that. So it's amazing that, you know, we can get this advice and this content for free anyway. We just have to put in a little work on our side to validate these tips and just see if they work for us. So a lot of trial and error is required from all of us when it comes to accepting this like free off the shelf advice. One size is not going to fit all. Another thing that people need to know if they're trying to grow on Instagram at the moment is that you need a good scheduling tool and that no one posts live anymore. Now, I know that last part might not be true. I know that some people might still post live. And if you're wondering what I mean by post live, what I mean is like, oh, it's five o'clock, I should post. And then you get your Instagram app up, you find some content, you share it to your Instagram page, you write the caption, you write the hashtags, and then you press publish. Even talking through those steps, it makes me want to like break out in hives because that process sounds horrific. I have not posted live in years, in absolute years. Long before I had this channel, when I had other businesses, I still didn't post live. I've always scheduled my content for as long as I can remember, if I'm being completely honest. Posting live, especially when it comes to the content part, like coming up with content to post on the spot and then sharing it is so challenging. You really are making your life so much harder for yourself. And also for most people, you are dramatically decreasing your chances of sharing really amazing content. Because most of the time, content that you share on a whim isn't gonna be your best content. It just isn't. Like we, we need strategies in place. We need to have a good idea of what messaging we're sharing every single day or across the span of a month or a week. We need to have time to edit our content and actually set time aside to edit the content so we can edit it well and not just do it in a rush. We need to have time to write a good caption and not just write the love heart emoji because we can't think of anything. To test out good hashtags and not just use the same hashtags we used last time even though they're not relevant anymore because we can't bother to find new ones because we're in this rush to get a piece of content out. It doesn't work for most people. And if you're the one person in the world or the few people in the world who can make this process work for you, then, oh my God, ignore everything I'm saying and just continue doing what you're doing. But I'm willing to bet if you're listening to this, you're not that person. You gotta use a good scheduling tool. This tool I currently use is later, but there are so many more out there. And Instagram is actually introducing their own in-app scheduling ability where you will be able to schedule some content that will be shared on your Instagram channel at a later date. So there really is not going to be an excuse in the future for you to get super organized, get on top of your content and start scheduling stuff. It's just such a, it's, such a time saver. I schedule my content like a month in advance and it is such a game changer for me. It really means that I'm able to free up the mental capacity to focus on other tasks and not constantly be on this hamster wheel to producing more and more content on a daily basis. So the next thing that you've got to know is that comparison is the thief of joy. It's a good old phrase that I really, really learned the meaning of when I started my journey as a content creator. So it can be incredibly tempting to look at other creators within your niche who are doing, I'm doing air quotes, you can't like see what I'm doing, I'm doing air quotes here, who are doing better than you. Now, the reason why I'm doing like, are they called air quotes? They are air quotes, right? The reason why I'm doing air quotes is because we have no idea if someone's actually doing better than us or not. We are projecting our own insecurities that we have in regards to our growth and how we're doing onto others. And we're attaching meaning to someone having a certain amount of followers or a certain level of engagement, a meaning that may not actually be true. So for example, have you seen another creator who is growing faster than you at the moment? 
I'm sure you have, a lot of us have, right? We can see that and think, well, what's going on? People like them more than me. Or, you know, maybe her content is better than mine. Like what's wrong with my content? Do you see how seeing someone else's growth has now led to me adding meaning to that growth and even adding meaning to me? I've now told myself that my content isn't good enough because of an external factor that has nothing to do with me. Not only that, but you actually have no idea how someone else is growing. And I'm not just saying that they might be growing through illegitimate means like bots and stuff like that. I'm not even just saying that. I'm saying that that person might be growing because they recently got featured in a media publication. Maybe they're growing because they have made friends with another creator who's got a huge audience and they're getting a lot lot of exposure that way. There are so many different ways that someone could be growing quicker than you. They might be growing quicker than you because they're bigger than you. And when someone's bigger than you, it's easier for them to grow because it's easier for them to get on the explore page. It's easier for them to get pushed out to more people because their audience is bigger, which means their natural base rate of engagement is higher than yours right? Maybe their location means that they're growing quicker than you are. There could be so many different reasons. But when we compare ourselves to these creators, we don't logically think of these reasons why they might be quote unquote growing quicker than we are. And instead, we tell ourselves that it's because of us or it's something to do with us. And that is just very rarely the truth. So when you see someone who is potentially growing faster, their engagement might be better, they might be getting better sponsorship deals, their business might be growing um, quicker than yours, or at least it looks like it is. What I really want you to do is to stop comparing and to realize that you are attaching meaning to something and that the meaning that you are attaching to them, quote unquote, doing better than you is not a fact. It is a projection. It's also worth noting that creators with small audiences work with brands all the time. They get paid brand partnerships all the time. Creators who have small channels who are trying to sell a product or a service make sales all the time, right? Small channels make big differences in their communities all the time. The size shouldn't be holding you back from anything. A lot of the time we're using the size of our channel as a bit of an excuse as to maybe why we're not reaching for our goals, why we're not pitching to brands, why we're not implementing our new Instagram strategy, why we're not doing all these things. We use it as a bit of an excuse. Oh, well, it's because my audience isn't big enough. Maybe if I had an audience as big as this creator's, then I'd be doing better, right? We're using it as a cop-out. So the biggest thing that you can do to stop yourself from doing this is to start noticing when you're doing it. That is the first step to start calling yourself out when you're attaching meaning to things and when you're using things as an excuse for your own goals. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Hey creators, I'm interrupting my own podcast episode because I have something to tell you that I know you're going to want to hear. If you are a content creator who wants to learn how to use social media to grow their influence, create consistent income, and to launch the business of their dreams, I can help you. I'm Jade Beeson. I'm a creator coach with eight years marketing experience, a first class honors degree in marketing, and I've helped thousands of content creators launch their careers and even go full time. I'm currently looking for new creators to help reach their goals. Now, these creators, they need to possess a few different things. So first of all, they need to be serious about turning their influence to income. They also need to be committed to creating amazing content, which adds value to their audience's lives. And they need to be ready for some serious growth. And I'm not just talking about growing online. I'm talking about growing their bank balance. I'm talking about growing and developing their mindset. I'm just talking about all round growth. 
So if you're ready to work with me, all you need to do is send me a DM with the word ready on Instagram. My Instagram name is jadebeeson, one word, and all you need to do is DM me with the word ready and we can chat about how we can work together. All right, let's speak soon on my Instagram. I'll leave you to get back to the episode. All right, so another thing that you've got to know if you're trying to grow on Instagram at the moment is that you are going to receive hate and that that is okay. Now, the amount of hate that you receive really does vary depending on quite a few things. If you go viral on Instagram, then buckle up because going viral quite literally means that your content is being pushed out to an audience beyond your existing audience. And when that happens, it means that people are going to see your content who aren't already fans of you or who don't already like your niche. And because of that, there will be people who don't like what you've shared. That is just the the plain fact of it. Everyone isn't gonna love what you're doing. Even if you think what you're doing is the most noble thing in the world and you couldn't possibly imagine how anyone could have a problem with it, I promise you that someone will. A lot of the time, the people who are gonna have a problem with you and what you're creating just want to have a problem with stuff. They are just like on this mission to dislike people, to dislike things, to dislike the world. I shouldn't laugh because in all honesty, it is actually quite sad if you imagine living life that way where you really really have this need to kind of make someone else feel bad or this need to kind of spread hate it is quite a sad thing so with that in mind it is really worth knowing that you are going to receive hate and that that is okay and more often than not the hate that you're going to receive is not accurate nor is it a true reflection of you and who you are someone's seen one photo one carousel they've seen a 90 second reel and they've decided that they know who you are as a person and that gives them the ammunition to attack you and I think we all know that no one could possibly know who you are purely from your social presence regardless of how open you are on social media so what I want you to keep in mind and to start practicing as a bit of a mantra is the phrase that other people's opinions are not your reality okay other people's opinions are not your reality if someone says hey you're terrible at your job it does not mean that you're terrible at your job it just means that that person was full of hate that day and they wanted to make you sad. Unfortunately, we can't do anything about that, but what we can do is control how much we let that person's comment affect our mood and affect our lives. Another one to keep in mind, another mantra, people's opinions are a reflection of their own character. So someone spreading hate online is not a reflection of you, it's a reflection of them, it's a reflection of their own character, and it's a reflection of what they're going through at that moment. Having a platform will open you up to scrutiny, and it's just a negative side of the job. Okay, and if you truly, truly think that getting some negative feedback is going to really massively impact your mental health, you've got to always put yourself forward and really ask yourself, is this a route you want to go down if you think it could have a detrimental effect on your mental health? So just keep that in mind um, when you are creating content. The final thing that I think people should know when they're trying to grow on Instagram is that it's totally okay if your growth is slow. In fact, I am actually an advocate for slow growth. I think slow growth is so much better than fast viral growth, right? So I remember when I was first starting out on this brand, people would message me saying, hey, I really thought you would have like hundreds of thousands of followers. You know, you don't have that many followers, you deserve more. And whilst I know they were saying it as a compliment, and I very much took it as a compliment because it is, it made me think like, oh, thank God I don't have 100,000 followers. At the time, I did not have my business set up in a way that would be able to facilitate that level of growth. I just simply didn't. I didn't know enough about my business. I 
I hadn't made the tweaks to my business that I've now made. I hadn't released the programs that I've now released. There was just so much that I hadn't have done, which would have made rapid growth incredibly difficult for me to manage. In all honesty, guys, I think the growth that I have had has been at the absolute maximum that I have been able to manage so far. Like, I'm very grateful that it hasn't been quicker growth across all of my platforms because even this amount of growth has really and truly pushed me. The more you grow, the more people you welcome to into your community, the more robust your business needs to be. And everyone has a business, guys. I'm not just talking about like product or service business owners. I'm talking about content creators too. You need to have a good system in place for how you're managing all your direct messages. Otherwise, you're not gonna be able to manage them at all. You need to have a good system in place for how you're actually turning this incredible following into brand deals or a new income stream. These are all things that you wanna have in place when and as you grow. And it's very difficult to rush these things because there's a lot of learning what has to happen around them. There are some creators who grow super quick and they're able to keep up with that demand and I absolutely salute them and that is incredible. But for the rest of us mere mortals, Slow growth will massively help us. Slow growth is totally okay. We live in a time where people expect like to go viral and wake up with thousands and thousands of followers every single day. And that is like the standard thing that they're expecting and they don't want anything less. But I feel pretty confident in assuming that if everyone got that, it wouldn't actually be a true reflection of what they truly wanted at that time. People think that they want loads of growth, but in actuality, what they want is sales for the business. What they want is to make a better impact. What they want is to have a strong community. What they want is to work with brand partners. You do not need rapid growth to do any of those things. You could do all of those things right now with the following that you currently have. So that's why I'm a big advocate for slow growth, guys. We don't all need to go viral. We just need to do a little bit better every single time that we post. Okay, my loves, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you found this useful, please share it with someone else who you think would love it. Leave me a review, that really helps me out. But also, don't forget to check out the freebies available in the show notes. They're all designed to help fast track your career as a content creator. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I cannot wait to see you in the next one.